0: Love has no borders, nationalities, or genders. The Toho gang join the garage rock trio Guitar Wolf as they battle UFOs and zombies with the power of rock and roll in episode 57, Wild Zero. Welcome to another episode of Toho Yaro. I'm your host this episode, Joey Weiser, and with me are my co hosts, V. Hey, V. Hey, Joey. And Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Joey. Hey, so today we are going to be covering Wild Zero from 1999. Um, I've seen this movie a bunch um, I this movie is uh, centered around the band Guitar Wolf uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about uh, in in length and I, I had known Guitar Wolf just as a band like I think in the early days of getting into Japanese music there wasn't a super ton available like there was you know Shonen Knives and Pizzicato 5 and that kind of things that whatever like US companies would over, and I think it's Matador, the same company that does like John Spencer Blues Explosion and stuff, um, uh, CDs and stuff, uh, did uh, some Guitar Wolf albums, so I had heard of them that way, and so I was more familiar with their kind of familiar with their music. I think I just heard Jet Generation, and then eventually, I don't even really super remember. Um, the circumstances uh, of seeing this for the first time but I, I've i since uh, then seen it uh, several times and screened it for folks and things like that um, I believe this is uh, both of your first time seeing it um, uh, Alex did you have any prior knowledge about this
1: movie? Yeah this is a movie that a buddy of mine for like years was like what? You haven't seen Wild Zero? You have to see Wild Zero and um I always, I always had this impression that Wild Zero was one of those movies that was like, oh wow, this crazy movie from Japan. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, uh, I feel like this is a movie that I really should have seen during my like Miike heyday. Yeah. 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 Like it it seems like it, it definitely fits among, uh, like those kind of movies that I was like really into back in the day, like, uh, Ichi the Killer and, uh, Returner.
0: Yeah, it definitely screams, like, 1999, early 2000s, like, uh, that kind of stuff that I was seeing around that time, too. Yeah. Uh, how about you, V? Um,
2: I had not seen this movie before. I knew that, or I, I knew a decent bit about Guitar Wolf. Um, I had listened to their music some on, like, YouTube and whatnot, and I know that you have talked about their concerts and things, and i I knew they had like pyrotechnics and were real goofy (laughs) and wild. So that's, I I knew the movie was, uh, zombies and a katana inside a guitar. And that was Mm. like pretty much all I knew going in. Um, and this was both like a little more and less wild and weird than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, I was kind of expecting a lot more flamethrowing motorcycles. um, (laughs) Then I got I got a little bit of it, but uh, yeah,
0: um, uh, yeah, I, I guess I didn't mention that. Um, yeah, this this is my girlfriend's favorite movie and um, she likes Guitar Wolf and, and we saw them in Atlanta a couple years ago. They came out wearing T-Rex heads and were guzzling beer through the <laughs> <laughs> plastic faces and stuff and uh, and had people come on stage and play guitars while they jumped around and stuff. They're pretty good, wild, uh, fun band um, uh, and, you know, embodying that spirit of rock and roll. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So uh, I had some trouble finding a lot of information about the staff uh, of this movie. Um The director, uh, uh, Tetsuro Takeuchi, um, the only credits of his I could find on IMDb uh, were this and a Guitar Wolf music video and a movie from 2010 called Florella that has Lily Frankie in it, uh, which is interesting. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Um, But uh, Googling his name a bit more, I found a listing of him more recently Uh, working as a music sound engineer so i presume that's kind of his main career is is working behind the scenes in music or something like that Um, yeah the
2: little research i did it seemed like he mostly directed a bunch of music videos not just for guitar wolf but for some mm -hmm. other like contemporary bands and that's how he ended up getting this uh getting to do this
0: yeah um, okay, cool. And the, the, as for the cast, uh, Guitar Wolf, who we've mentioned uh, several times, is a garage rock band. And it's a trio that um, play themselves in the movie. Uh, the, the members of the band uh, in. Include guitar wolf, bass wolf, and drum wolf. Uh, pretty easy <laughs> to remember, except for I think uh, I'm going to have to occasionally be like guitar wolf the band or guitar wolf the man um, <laughs> when referring to uh, to the people. Um, but um, they were formed in 1987 and are still active. Like I said, we just saw them pretty recently, and, and yeah, they're most well known for that uh, album, Jet Generation. Uh, which has been called the loudest album ever put to wax um <laughs> which i like which I, I think is a relative depending on how uh you uh <laughs> play with your uh sound dials or whatever but that's a good little piece of uh, uh f- flavor text for <laughs> for them um uh as for the actors uh uh the uh <clears throat> let's see masashi endo plays ace uh, more or less the protagonist of the movie, um, the kind of main guy that we're following around. And um, he has about a 10 year acting career starting in 1993 with a film called A Touch of Fever and ending in 2013. Um, he did a I, I didn't see a ton of stuff. Well, I didn't really recognize anything except for that he was a voice in a Beast Wars movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um and um sorry if i uh butcher this uh pronunciation but um quancharu uh, shiti, uh, shiti uh sorry about that uh plays uh tobio the transgender girl that ace rescues um and I, I didn't really have much luck finding any anything on them really. Uh, this is the only movie listed on their IMDB and searching their name a bit it just sort of brought up reviews of Wild Zero and stuff. I did see a listing on Wikipedia of transgender actors that had them listed as a transgender Thai actor but like I don't think there was like citation for that and I don't so I don't really know. Uh, much about them, unfortunately. Yeah, um, they,
2: there's I couldn't find anything either. They may have just been like a local model or something because they don't have a lot of lines in the film. Yeah. Um, or they may do other work under a different name. Um, I do want to give if anybody who hasn't seen the movie yet, uh, I was a little shocked by a brief moment of trans panic uh, that happens in the movie. Uh, that it works out fine in the in the themes of the film but is just a little off-putting in the moment
0: yeah i I, yeah i feel bad i should have uh given folks a heads up about that it's the kind of thing where when i think about the movie i think about how it's kind of progressive and cool in the way that it kind of ends on everything but uh didn't really think about the fact that sort of uh part of the way through it would cause some folks uh, some distress so sorry for anybody who watched that and uh wasn't uh prepared for that kind of thing um uh makoto inayama plays the captain the sleazy club manager and and another guy that i couldn't find a lot of credits for him he was a yakuza henchman in Kikajiro. uh so uh we have seen him before um and, uh, Yoshiyuki Mori- uh, Morishita, uh, is the, uh, Toshi, the Steve Buscemi looking guy, <laughs> <laughs> how I describe him. And this guy finally is somebody with like 200 credits. They had a ton of, uh, stuff and he's actually a big, uh, Toho Yara alum. He's, uh, in sharkskin man and peach hip girl and in beat Takeshi Zatoichi and in funky forest, the first contact, um, as well as being in Kill Bill and Ichi the Killer and Taste of Tea, um, and he's a voice in Redline and more recently was in Survival Family. So lots of lots of stuff and lots of well known stuff. Um, and I think it I don't know. I, I, it's often interesting in these movies with smaller casts that don't make it huge to kind of bump into that one person who does have a big acting career and kind of see that maybe they do. Like I don't know. This might be jumping ahead to the. Um, Takashi Shimura uh, a bit, but like I sometimes when I see that I can kind of reflect back and be like, yeah, it does sort of seem like they were maybe bringing a little bit more to the table acting wise. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then uh, after them, an actress named that just has a single name, uh, Taneiko, uh, who is very difficult to Google uh, just those single names uh, plays Hanako, Toshika's girlfriend. And, Uh, IMDb only lists five acting credits for her spaced out in a span of five years, uh, starting with wild zero and, um, ending with a movie called free kitchen In 2014. Uh, she's in a movie called check it out. Yo, that has Kieran Kiki in it though. So, uh, that (laughs) might be worth seeing. And, uh, finally, uh, Haruka Anakajo plays Yamazaki, the black market arms dealer, um, And <laughs> she, again, is someone with only one credit uh, on IMDb, and that is Wild Zero. And Googling her name a bit, I did find this like old ass like tripod website, you know, with these super old like uh, images and frames uh, that look uh, seem to be pictures of her as a fashion model, which I think makes sense. Uh, I could t- totally see. Uh, her being a fashion model. She's very tall and, and whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's our cast and crew. Um, the story of the movie essentially revolves around UFOs coming to earth and turning people into zombies and, um, We mostly follow Ace, uh, who is a young punk who wants to be a star. And after a Guitar Wolf concert, he goes to Captain that I mentioned, the sleazy club manager's office, and he interrupts a confrontation between him and Guitar Wolf, uh, all pointing guns at each other. And (laughs) Guitar Wolf uh, sees through this uh, interaction the spirit of rock and roll in Ace, and they give him a whistle to summon them if he ever needs it. Also makes um, him a blood brother. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. They, uh, (laughs) in a very unsanitary, uh, but very rock and roll, I guess, uh, move. They, yeah, cut, uh, cuts on their hands and, and become blood brothers. Um, After, like, blowing some guys' heads up with with their magic giant pistols and everything.
2: (laughs) Yeah, where was that guy? It's not established that that man was anywhere in the scene and
0: and (laughs) just shows him and his head exploding. Yeah, yeah. That could have just been, like, uh, (laughs) footage they had from another movie of somebody's head exploding. (laughs) Um, So after this, we follow a few plot lines as zombies start showing up around town. Uh, And wreaking havoc. Um, As I mentioned, there's Yamazaki, the black market arms dealer. She's attacked at her home. There's these three friends, including Toshi and Hanako, that are on a road trip or something. And they botch uh, robbing a gas station. Uh, Their third friend, I I didn't write down his name, but um, kind of provokes that, but isn't able to follow through. (laughs) And um, Captain uh, is in pursuit of Guitar Wolf. And Ace meets Tobio at the gas station. And after kind of diffusing the robbery, uh, he leaves for a while and comes back to rescue her from the zombies. Um, Ace and Tobio then have the beginnings of a cute romance. But after they are trapped in a building with uh, zombies outside, there is a moment where Ace reveals his sensitive side. And then Tobio uh, likewise reveals that she is transgender. Uh, But uh, unfortunately, this freaks Ace out and he runs into another room. Uh, Until he sees a uh, vision of Guitar Wolf, uh, the the singular, the man, uh, (laughs) who yells out, love has no borders, nationalities or gender. Um, And Ace then decides to go out and actually rescue Tobio. But at this point, she is gone. Um, and Ace, uh, I think maybe a little bit earlier, he, he uses his whistle to call for guitar wolf, um, and they're on their way. <laughs> um, so eventually most of our characters end up converging in Yamazaki's armory. Uh, Hanako and Toshi are infected and, uh, separated. Um, and Ace goes out to find Tobio and everyone kind of scatters to fight the zombies in a big action packed, uh, second half of the movie. Um, Captain arrives and basically at this point, Guitar Wolf uh, is going around killing zombies and they fight Captain, who gets these crazy lightning powers until um, he's taken out. I, I wrote the summary a little after I'd seen the movie. Isn't he it doesn't Base Wolf and Drum Wolf take him out with like a bazooka or something? <laughs> Um. Yeah, they shoot yeah. a rocket launcher straight through his torso.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's and then it so explodes good. the car behind him.
1: That's right. <laughs> a, a, a cartoon-esque hole is left in his torso. That's uh, so good. Uh, so Ace finds Tobio
0: back at the gas station and they reconcile. Uh, Hanako and Toshi are reunited now as zombies, but uh, they recognize each other, which is nice. I, I kind of like that there's different degrees of brain deadness that the <laughs> zombies have. Um, and uh, then... Uh, a UFO mothership arrives. Uh, Guitar Wolf pulls out a sword from his guitar uh, after doing kind of a sweet lick on the top of a building. (laughs) And he slices the mothership in half, defeating the rest of the uh, UFOs and the zombies kind of fall to the ground. Um, And then we get this little bit of an epilogue where Ace, Tobio, and Yamazaki say farewell to Guitar Wolf. And Ace has some narration at the end where he says that he never saw them perform again, but he took to heart the messages that they gave him and he and Tobio stayed together, uh, which is very sweet. Um, um, yeah. Did, did I mention earlier that this movie was filmed in Thailand? Um, I had that note here too. We may have um, mentioned it when talking about the cast. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's notable just in, um, uh, the fact that everything has, a. I thought maybe it was filmed in America cause it feels very much like it could be like Arizona or something. It's a sort of like deserty uh highways and stuff like that. Um so, um, Alex, what did you think of Wild
1: Zero? that was a lot of fun. Um it was sort of nostalgic watching it because this is the exactly the type of movie that I would watch. Um that I would have watched uh in my formative years. Uh like I would have watched it probably like right after versus mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah. It feels yeah. very versus <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, like it, it didn't break any ground for me, unfortunately. Um, but I thought that, uh, it was pretty great. I liked it as like a guitar wolf movie. Um, yeah. their music just interspersed with everything was probably the highlight for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I kind of wished it was more ridiculous if, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that it is very, very ridiculous, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah I, I I really enjoyed it overall, and um, I wonder if the subs on my on the version that I watched may have hampered my viewing. Um, I actually watched this on YouTube, uh, oh. and it has these really shitty subs that seem pretty old um to the point where they um they actually don't translate some of the dialogue. Um, oh. uh, there's this point where they're talking about zombies. Uh, like, well, well they, uh, Yamazaki and, um, you know, Guitar Wolf, the band are ascertaining that, uh, that, oh yeah, these are zombies. And then one of them says, oh, like that movie, blah, blah, blah. And then, no. <laughs> and then they have a conversation about the movie and they didn't translate what the movie was, uh, and the subs that I watched. So I was like trying to listen for any sort of romanization and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, and the DVD
0: copy I was watching, I think they say um, Night of the Living Dead. I
1: figured that's what it was.
0: Yeah. Um, um, yeah, That yeah, I think that um, idea of it being like not quite as crazy as you were expecting. I, I had a friend who watched it somewhat recently and remarked that it they felt like it was slower than they were expecting it to be. And I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't find that. I, I understand that it is kind of like slow and has a lot of like downtime where it's not uh you know rock and roll and zombies but um i don't know i kind of like that about it uh v what were your overall impressions uh i liked it i also felt that uh i guess i had built it
2: up being a lot zanier in my head than it turned out to be um Mm -hmm. but yeah the the first little bit in the club, I think gives you an expectation. Like it sets a certain tone yeah. uh, for things. And then the movie just kind of calms down for a while until it really gets to the second half um, with like the, the gas station robbery and the the trio mm-hmm. right around in the car. So like, yeah, it, it was a bit of like, a, uh, a pacing disconnect there for me. Um, but the, the moments that are good and over the top and crazy in this, um, are, uh, are really great. And I appreciate the, uh, the love has no borders, nationalities, or genders, uh, and just the idea of like rock and roll as this powerful mantra.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. That's, that's something I wanted to Go back to um, Alex's thing real quick. I I do want to circle back around to that point, though. But like um, about the subtitles, um, I'm watching the official DVD version. And even in that, there's a part where Guitar Wolf clearly yells out rock and roll and they subtitle it, like, get the fuck out of my face or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, "Uh, all right, well, that was English, but that's fine. Yeah, (laughs) it did. It did make me like a little dubious about the translation work, but, um,
1: yeah, Hanako and Toshio, uh, they sure, sure dropped a lot of F-bombs in the version I watched. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think that this movie has a surprisingly
0: cool attitude towards, uh, Tobio and transgender romance. Um, you know, especially for a, a movie from 1999 that has a lot of machismo in it. Otherwise, you know, um, I, I think that it uh, is pretty uh, progressive in that way, um, which is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I, I love that that I, I see that image floating around a lot of the screen cap of uh, Guitar Wolf yelling out love has no borders, nationalities or genders, because that's a, just a great like <laughs> mantra, mm-hmm. as, as you said. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah. my You know, I love this movie. I, I think it very much like fits. Guitar Wolf, like it's, it's obviously tailored for them, but like, I think the movie itself is kind of like their music in the way that it's like, uh, wild and, you know, crazy and loud, uh, but also, you know, kind of amateurish at times and, um, and uneven, you know, but like very confident and self-aware at the same time. So it's, this kind of like mixed bag, but, um, it's that kind of thing. That's like, so sure of itself in a way that like, it, it's such a, like, I, in my opinion, kind of like a perfect thing that like even anything that's like, quote unquote, wrong with the movie kind of works in its favor uh, in a weird way, um, just because I like that sort of ramshackle uh, garage rock uh, kind of punk rock attitude that yeah, it has. It's It's got a very like DIY kind of
2: attitude, even though like. I don't know what the budget for this was, but a lot of the like pyrotechnic effects seem Mm -hmm. pretty pricey in comparison to like the rest of the movie. But yeah, there's, there's a very like, not just to the music, but the movie itself has a real punk rock attitude to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wonder about that. There's like a, A little bit of, like, CGI, you know, and for 99, I think it's, like, pretty okay. Like, there's even, like, most of it's just, like, people and zombies, like, heads exploding. But there's even, like, at one point, a fully animated, like, zombie poking its head through a window or something like that. And, like, it looks weird and bad uh, computer graphics wise, but like I kind of like it that way <laughs> because it, it it's, it's uh, kind of, you know, got that punk rock thing going. Um, I don't know. Um, I think if anybody in the cast really kind of, or characters kind of falls short for me, it's Yamazaki. Um, I don't know. She, she's just seemed a little flat, uh, but like I thought her uh, like tweed, swimsuit cut jumpsuit thing was so cool yeah Uh, my (laughs) favorite part is the matching heels oh man Yeah. yeah she
2: it's so weird because she's like when she first shows up she's this tough looking military woman with a humvee and she's got like a white tank top and military pants on and then next thing we see she's uh, in the shower and then jumps out to shoot zombies while naked <laughs> and they rip up her clothes. So obviously the only recourse is for her to dress like a bond girl. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought that maybe, you know, maybe she took her couch or like her sofa and, and fashioned uh, Skinned some it. new clothes out of her, out of the cover. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted more out of her. Uh, I thought she was cool, but like didn't have much to do.
0: Yeah, you know, they try to to, like, uh, yeah, Yeah. they try to do this like arc with her where it's like she all she wants is money and Guitar Wolf tricks her uh, by like offering her telling her that the zombies are filled with gold balls and like and it's, you know, it's fine. I I sort of skimmed. I skipped over all that in my summary because it just doesn't really like leave much impact to me Uh, more. So I I like Hanako and Toshi a lot. Um, I think they're pretty fun. Um, I think at first maybe I disliked them at the very beginning, but like um, I love them becoming zombies and kind of finding each other. Uh, I thought that was very sweet and fun. <laughs> um, so let's see. So if you had a favorite part of the film V, uh, what would you say it is? Um, I don't know. I think just like,
2: the most iconic thing to me is when guitar wolf shows up to save uh, to save ace mm-hmm. and then their car like rolls up behind them covered in zombies and <laughs> guitar wolf just shoots the car and it explodes because uh, I was like wait are are his buddies in there what is going on but just like the craziness of that scene and the way he is framed just looking so badass is yeah. just like that that is the
0: kind of energy i wish like the whole movie had yeah totally it's definitely like a whole different movie when they're around like they they save it to some extent um what about you alex
1: um i really liked when guitar wolf was using his guitar picks as sure can <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, it's like glowing magic shurikens. I loved it.
1: Like out of everything that happens in the movie, and even the guitar katana, like that's my favorite part. Yeah, um, I thought that was super fun, and I, oh, man, I just wanted more of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that and uh, yeah, I have another one in my in my in my head, but uh, I'll wait until we all go, and I might just add that.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, what I was going to say was I was going to not pick a particular scene, but this this goes into what both of you said. And my kind of big takeaway from this that I love is just the sort of buildup of Guitar Wolf as these like supernatural, cool beings. Yeah. Like, I love that you can call them with a dog whistle essentially (laughs) i love that he has a motorcycle with a wolf's head on it and like uh that every car even the bad guy's car shoots flames out of it (laughs) but like i love yeah and i love that he that guitar wolf uh seem indestructible and like they can you know make miracles happen with their guns and swords and things like that i just i just really love like just going all out and being like yes this is gonna be a movie that's clearly to prop up this band as being the coolest and they're going to be so cool that they they appear in visions like I 100 percent don't think like that was in Ace's mind. I think that this was like astral projection. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and I love like he actually shows up to him a couple times and the way that he just yells, you know, Ace. Uh, Is very like sticks in my head a lot. Um, Actually, I think of it a lot when the character of One Piece uh, named Ace comes up a lot. I often will kind of yell in my head, "Ace," Uh, because that's just uh, (laughs) just so so good. Um, Yeah. So, what was that other scene that you wanted to mention, Alex? Oh,
1: um, so uh, well. Before I get to that, I do want to piggyback on what you were saying about uh, like how a guitar wolf is this force of nature. Uh, when Ace was given the whistle initially, I thought that later in the movie he would blow it and they would magically show up. But (laughs) I love that. Like they hear the whistle and then we spend, you know, the next chunk of the movie following them trying to get to him.
0: Yeah. Like (laughs) they can hear it from a long distance, but they still have to like drive down the highway. Yeah. Yeah. And they Uh, have to find him too. Like, yeah.
2: But it's all I, uh, all appropriately wolf themed because it's dog whistle, mm. uh, guitar wolf uh, several times in the movie. Just like straight up howls at the moon. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh,
0: and I love like kind of the ballsiness of the fact that it builds the band up so much. And then at the end, he says that he never sees them play live again. And it seems like he almost like doesn't need them as a band, like to be able to be like they're the best band. But also like if you have a full life you might not ever need to listen to them again. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I think that's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the other part that I, that I mentioned is like the whole sequence that involves, uh, the, um, convenience store robbery, uh, Mm -hmm. and then the aftermath of that, uh, that third guy who's with Toshio and Hanako. I think he is so cool. Um, and, uh, He's I wanted him to be the main character really badly (laughs) because he's he's like got this, you know, wild side to him that is unhinged. And then he's just really down in the dumps about himself and then just sort of lazy and just like, yeah, whatever. Um, (laughs) Very Spike Spiegel energy. Um, And uh, when he, uh, when Toshio is trying to fiddle around with the bl- butterfly knife, he's just does it like it's nothing. Yeah. Um, I guess my other favorite part is just him like that character. Yeah. And then when, when he, he, he busts- dies, I got really sad. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, when he busts into the gas station and, and like unexpectedly just like whips out those knives and is like whipping them around and stuff, Yeah. Uh, but still has a sort of blank look on his face, like he's expecting you to provide yeah. <laughs> they're kind of like, what, what, what? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think it is kind of surprising that such a striking character who seemed to possibly have a potential arc of being depressed and finding themselves or something like that is just <laughs> eaten by zombies, uh, mm-hmm. instantly. Um, the other thing that I wanted
2: to talk about that I really liked in the film is just the style uh, of clothing and, and the clothes generally. Mm, yeah. Uh, we already talked about the crazy like sofa print, like uh, bathing suit thing with the matching heels. <laughs> um, but the the Guitar Wolf and Ace all have this great like leather jacket, big, big hair punk Mm What's going on? Uh, Tobio has this like super cute androgynous nerd, like very boxy, long shorts and button up outfit, and just like, and then, then Captain has just the craziest, like, lace up the side, like wrestling shorts on, yeah, those short shorts with, (laughs) with a polo and a weird wig. It is like. The just the fashion
0: in this this movie is so wild and good. Yeah, I love the moment where he like removes his mushroom haircut and just has this sort of like bleach blonde stubble underneath. Uh, and that's when he's, you know, becomes an electricity monster or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And the music uh, is really great. I mm-hmm. uh, Alex kind of touched on that a little bit. But like, um, you know, it's uh, got a lot of guitar wolf music and a lot of like kind of similar genre music um, yeah i don't
2: know what all bands were in this but i did recognize bikini kill song
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a very kind of distinct uh different sounding <laughs> song than the rest of, of the of the soundtrack yeah the female vocalist is
2: kind of a giveaway that it's not yeah, eternal and, wolf.
0: It's, and that's the sort of like softer <laughs> sensitive music um yeah. Yeah. That was, a uh, th- yeah. Movie's great. Um, so shall we dance, uh, American remake? Um, you know, this movie, uh, I, I haven't brought this up, uh, yet, but this, uh, one of the past movies that I covered fairly recently was, um, um, legend of the Stardust brothers. And I feel like this movie has a lot of in common with it, yes. uh, that it, it feels, um, similarly scrappy, Um, but similarly like filled with energy and kind of centered around the musicians and in it. And what I said during shall we dance in that episode was something along the lines of like, you'd have to get completely new music and new bands. And at that point it would be kind of a different movie. I kind of feel the same way about this one. I don't know if either of you have any particular
1: thoughts. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, I just had this thought, uh, that if they remade it, it would be like Kiss meets Phantom of the Park. Like, <laughs> uh, so, God, I. My initial thought was that this movie does something that generally Western films do not. And that's, you know, mixed, wildly mixed genres. Yeah. I would say this is like a zombie movie, kind of, but it's also a weird road movie and also a weird like sci-fi kind of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I would call it like a, uh, like a cult movie, like, like a Rocky horror type type situation. And, um, I suppose it would have to remain in like the cult movie. Like, like, we've mentioned trauma before. Like, I feel like this is a definitely like a trauma type type affair. Mm-hmm. Um, but anything other than that, I don't know if any studio would ever green light it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess the band that I think of when I think of them, uh, the American equivalent is kind of like John Spencer blues explosion. And you know, that that would be similarly pretty like messy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah. Did you have any thoughts about this V? Yeah.
2: I think it could translate pretty well. I think uh, if for no other reason that it, they're they're emulating a lot of punk and rock and roll which are, are are playing a lot of punk and rock and roll which are western musical styles and they adopt a lot of western styling um, and fashion sensibilities I think it would actually be a pretty good fit mm-hmm. to be localized but also like I mean love has no boundaries uh, or no borders nationalities or genders but also like rock and roll has no borders nationalities or yeah, genders sure. um like we don't like just just make this movie more available to western audiences i think it works just fine as is uh but also this movie reminds me a lot of uh six starring samurai yes and just being like a weird rock and roll like different genre movie.
1: Boy, that's Mm -hmm. a movie that had been recommended to me when I was in college and I still haven't seen it.
2: Uh, I loved it when I first saw it and have not seen it since probably about
0: 2002. So I don't know how it holds up. Mm -hmm. I saw it on at a party in high school and thought it seemed boring, (laughs) but I don't don't know. But I I was like so in I so wanted to watch it, but it was kind of like too slow for me at the moment but like i think that i haven't like given it a fair shake so i don't know um yeah um but that's it that's interesting i hadn't thought about that movie in a long time (laughs) um
1: so uh i kind of want to bring up kiss meets phantom of the park for a second okay go for it (laughs) um uh y'all are familiar right I've heard the title, but I don't know anything about it. Okay. So it's oh, a kiss man. movie. It's, mm-hmm. it's basically a kiss tokusatsu movie. <laughs> I And that's not something that occurred to me until just now. Cause I was trying to think of like other movies where that I've seen where, you know, there are movies about the band as heroes. Yeah. And that's the one that like comes to mind. It's really bad. It's really crappy. Um, like he, like uh peter chris's dialogue is like he's such a bad actor that um veteran uh voice actor michael bell had to dub over all of his lines
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is it is really bad in a like bizarre interesting way
1: <laughs> yeah but now um I, I just felt the need to bring that up i think that anybody who's listening who hasn't watched it um try to find the original version because there is a uh there's a version that came out on this like weird uh, kiss concert box set um, from a couple years ago, but it's uh, it's like a UK version. So it doesn't have uh, it doesn't have any of Ace Frehley's really weird lines. Like, Hmm. he just says, at one point, just (laughs) (laughs) the the camera turns to him and he says, and that's, and that's just it. And I don't think that that line is in the, uh, the UK print of it. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I think one really good choice about Wild Zero is uh, aside from the like a couple scenes, they don't really have uh, they, the, the band mostly just like stands there and looks cool. Yeah, they don't they, have they, a lot of dialogue and they're not expected to be carrying most of the like <laughs> character work in the movie. Yeah, the Mako Kaji
0: uh, technique. <laughs> I,
1: I yeah. do think it's really funny that um, Guitar Wolf himself, uh, you know. Is kind of front and center, but guitar. Or I'm sorry, bass wolf and drum wolf. Like I don't know the difference between the two it, until yeah. on the instruments.
3: <laughs>
0: um, so, um, speaking of uh, individual members of the cast, uh, Takashi Shimura Award. Um, Alex, did you have anyone that you wanted to nominate? Oh
1: man, see my my instinct is to say just guitar wolf, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to say Toshio and Hanako yeah um at first i was like wow they're really obnoxious but then they start to really grow on me over the course of the movie and mm. then they both get turned into zombies and then find each other and it, <laughs> it also just brings back the theme of the movie how love has no uh you know <laughs> yeah yeah gender about or borders love. or nationalities yeah yeah <laughs> even if you're a zombie you can still find love yeah i love that
0: uh yeah i love that um the, when I was talking about the the different degrees to like sentience that the zombies have, like there is there is that part where that uh, mobster guy is like speaking through the door, <laughs> which is so funny. But uh, I like the part where Captain like stops um, Toshi as a zombie and is like, hey, uh, you know, have you seen Guitar Wolf, basically? And then he like very, very barely like says, you know, Guitar Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh,
2: great. I, I love the follow-up to that where he's like in the middle of the street with the grenade launcher holding him hostage. And (laughs) Guitar Wolf looks out and is just like, does he know he's a zombie? (laughs) That's so good.
0: So V, who would you nominate for the Shimmer Award? Uh, Captain, uh, easily.
2: Ah. He is like, he's a disgusting villain, but uh, very intentionally so. Just like everything they do. To portray him as this intensely gross weirdo, him the close-ups of him eating steak while oh, that girl God. was doing that little uh, idol performance, his shorts, the bowl cut wig—he he, like, I could not tear my eyes away from that <laughs> monstrosity of a human
0: being every time he was on scene. It was so good, awesome. Yeah, no, I think that's a strong contender. Um, I was thinking about giving it to Hanako and Toshi for a while too. And then I decided a different duo that I wanted to give it to was actually Bass and Drum Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, they, <laughs> oh. boy, they just, you know, uh, you mentioned them a little bit earlier, but like they just never cease to like crack me up. They're always like combing their hair and doing some sort of, they always, they just have a little bit more of a goonish quality than guitar wolf does. They've got like real
2: henchman energy. Yeah. Henchmen this, who know they're henchmen.
0: My very favorite part is this part where they're sitting in the car together and there's zombies on either side of them. And one of them, like, yeah, like you said, I can't tell one from the other, but one of them like kind of gestures out the window and looks at the other one with this look in his face. It's like totally like that. Like, get the get a load of this fucking guy like (laughs) like look and the other guy's just kind of like chuckling and you know combing his hair too uh they they just use so much like coolness but like what i love about it is that they're also very silly and like they don't take it too seriously for sure um yeah. yeah they're great uh so we actually had a couple questions on twitter um let's see from our friend dan uh at uh, game apartment 1c Mm -hmm. um he asked first of all who is your favorite wolf and why well i just uh uh chose bass and drum as (laughs) my faves um and i honestly yeah i can't tell one from the other uh but i haven't tried too hard either um But Guitar Wolf has uh, a lot of uh, energy himself. Do do either of you have a particular wolf uh, that stands out to you? Uh,
2: For me, it's whichever one in the zombie conversation was like... Wasn't really into horror movies because I like the idea of a... It, it doesn't really come up, but the idea of a zombie movie where some of the people are savvy about zombie movie tropes and they're mm-hmm. like, ah, yes, these are zombies. And one of them is just like, mm, I don't really like horror movies that much. I don't, I don't <laughs> really know much.
0: Yeah, I love how in that scene they're really lamenting, like, why
2: haven't
1: any of us seen this movie?
0: <laughs> um, Alex, did you have a favorite wolf?
1: I mean, Guitar Wolf. Yeah, he's like, great. Duh. I mean, he's the front man.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I I think it's a very strong, like, power move uh, when he first shows up in Captain's office and Captain is, like, drinking some Nestle Quick or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Guitar Wolf (laughs) has been carrying this beer with him the whole scene. And as soon as Captain starts drinking, Guitar Wolf just pounds the beer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, so he also asks a second question. Uh, what do you feel is the true message of the film? Um, I mean, I think a few times now we've mentioned the love has no borders, nationalities or genders. I think that is a big message of the film, uh, for sure. Um, it's not necessarily what like every single character's arc deals with or anything like that. I think, um, I don't know. I think it's a lot about just kind of finding yourself and being okay with yourself. Um, uh because i think that that kind of relates a little bit more towards uh everybody and and what they go through um do either of you have uh any feelings on this question alex do you have uh any
1: feelings on the true theme of the film or message of the film i mean i think the message is that nothing really matters except for rock and roll yeah mm-hmm. ultimately like Why does there have to be war? Why does there have to be prejudice? Rock and roll exists. Yeah, totally. I
2: I like that. (laughs) No, Uh, I totally agree. Uh, Through rock and roll, all things are possible. Yes, that's great.
0: Love it. Um, Yeah, well... um, I, yeah, I had fun revisiting this and I'm glad uh, that sounds like uh, we all enjoyed ourselves.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad I finally got around to watching it. I know that you and Melissa loved it and I just like, I don't know how I escaped not watching it, uh, Mm -hmm. given y'all's fondness for the, for the film, but I'm glad I finally did. It was a lot of fun, even if it wasn't quite as like madcap as I was expecting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, any any uh, final thoughts, Alex? Um, Yeah, I was watching this, uh, and I wondered to myself, was there ever a sequel? Because I would definitely watch a sequel to this, and I don't know what it would be about, <laughs> but it sure would be fun. Yeah, definitely. Guitar I,
2: Wolf is still out there doing their thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'd like to see Guitar Wolf, like, help somebody else out who's you know, having trouble with their life and doesn't realize that rock and roll. Yeah. That doesn't realize rock and roll like that's (laughs) (laughs) let's see them
2: fight some dinosaurs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like Like, the dinosaur theme that they pulled in to their newer mm -hmm. uh, shows for sure. Well, great. Awesome. Um, So what are we
1: going to be talking about next episode, Alex? Uh, Next episode, we're going to be talking about getting any, um, which is a beat Takeshi film. Uh, it's a bit of a comedy uh, uh-huh. that I've seen described as Kentucky Fried, like a, a Kentucky Fried movie, mm. um, very similar to Kentucky Fried movie. So um, I am very prepared for a whole bunch of jokes that I'm not going to get, <laughs> um, but I'm sure it's going to be really insane. Um, and uh, as as I as I uh, understand it, Third Window Films has this uh, available on their site, which I believe may be UK only. Um, but VPNs exist for a reason. Uh, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm, I haven't seen this. I've, um, most of the beat Takeshi movies I've seen, I think we've covered on this, maybe one or two we haven't covered, but like, I don't, I've never seen anything that's like explicitly a comedy and not something that's like kind of more crime, uh, oriented or, or whatever. Kikujiro, I guess is kind of a comedy, but, um, Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: that's the thing. Like I cut my teeth on Beat Takeshi uh, Yakuza movies and I've that's all I've ever seen is Beat Takeshi yeah. Yakuza movies. And while I, when I was trying to figure out, well, what do I want to watch for what do I want to cover on the show next? I feel like I mean, that's he, his roots are in comedy. Yeah. So I want to explore that a little bit. Yeah, that sounds uh,
2: good. I this was actually the first Beat Takeshi movie I was ever exposed to. Oh, wow. Um, so you've seen it. I have seen parts of it because I it I rented it and then put it on the TV while I had some friends over and we were only like partially paying attention while we're (laughs) doing other stuff. So I've seen like a couple scenes of it that I paid attention to. And what I vaguely remember is pretty wild. Um, (laughs) Nice. But uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to actually sitting down and paying attention to it for for once. Sounds like my
0: six-string samurai experience. Um, Okay, cool. Well, uh, so V, uh, where can people find you online? Uh, People can find me online at FriskaChat,
2: V-R-I-S-K-A-C-H-A-T on Twitter.
1: Cool. And how about you, Alex? Um, I'm at Exclamation on Twitter, all one word. Uh, Listen to me on the One Piece podcast every week listen to me on this podcast uh, and um, check out Super Art Fight at uh, twitch.tv slash superartfight every Saturday for some live art shenanigans and um, recently I was on an episode of Optophobia a comedy podcast so um, feel free to Mm. take a listen to that if you want
0: cool Um, yeah I'm at Joey Weiser uh, on Twitter and Joey Weiser Comics on Instagram Um, you can check out my work the Merman graphic novels uh, as well as uh, Ghost Hog, a uh, self-contained graphic novel. Uh, check out uh, Dino Town, which is uh, some online comics that I did uh, over the past few months. Um, speaking of One Piece podcasts, this will be out for a few weeks now, I think, at this point. Uh, but um, Alex and I and some friends of ours were just on an, an episode of Fight Together, uh, which is uh, the One Piece podcast's like kind of uh, special series that they've been doing recently, where we talk about... Um, in that episode, we talk about art and uh, kind of ana- uh, analyzing Oda's work and, and one piece uh, from the perspective as artists. And that was a really fun episode to uh, to record. Uh, so <clears throat> folks might want to check that out. Um, and the podcast is uh, at Toho Yaro on Twitter and we have a Facebook account. If you'd like to message us that way, um, you can email us Toho at gmail.com. We're always uh, looking for suggestions for movies to cover or people that you'd like to hear guest on the podcast um, or any general feedback uh, you have about the show. And um, and please subscribe, rate and review. So we'd really appreciate it. And check us out next time for. Beat Takeshi's getting an A.
3: back.